Welcome to episode 139 of the Sports Marketing Huddle, a podcast that looks at all things marketing in the world of sports. Alongside Brian Cristiano, I'm Rob Cressy. Today's topic, Intel to deploy Be The Player broadcast feature in the Super Bowl, and they also partner with Tom Brady. But first, like we do every episode, we're going to give you a fact about me of the day so you can get to know a little bit more about us. Brian, what's your fact about me of the day? So I got an email a handful of days ago actually from, I don't know if he was a listener of the show or follows me on social media somewhere, but he sent me an email and was like, hey, I'm watching all your stuff on Insta Stories and I really love it. It's awesome, like really insightful. Thanks for all the tips, but I've got a tip for you. And he said, um, you know, what I need to do to improve, which is so funny, it's coming from just somebody following me. Um, he's like, you're putting up titles on like certain things that you're saying. He goes, but the reality is myself and a lot of people I know watch Insta stories with headphones on listening to some other music. He's like, you need to put a caption on every single uh, story every single seven or 10 seconds. So that way somebody like myself doesn't have to go, wait, what, you know, it doesn't feel disjointed. I can read along like the whole thing if I don't want to, you know, take my headphones out. And I was like, all right, that's cool, man. Like obviously, you know, I've been doing it, but just not to the level of like every single snap had, um, I mean, every single Insta story had like a full caption. I started doing it. He was right. So I forget the guy's name. I'll look it up, but uh, he was awesome. My, my like drop off and engagement was never bad. But it's like flatline now. Like if I do a story, it's like they see the first couple, like the drop off is very, very, very small margin now, which is awesome. So tip to anybody doing Insta stories or even Snapchat, if you're a brand or a person, put a caption, like type like a little like summary of what each little snap is or each Insta story is. So if people listen to it on mute, just like on Facebook video with captions, they will continue to watch. We could have an entirely other podcast on captions because we saw that rise on Facebook and I have mixed feelings about it, even though I completely get the, this is the way that people are consuming things with their headphones on. But Brian, being a pure content creator, seeing your video and having to close caption it, I don't watch my TV closed caption. I get that people are mobile and that's how they're consuming things. So it's a little bit of a pulling different levers there, but I absolutely love that tip. Back to my fact about me of the day. I just finished reading James Altucher's new book, Reinvent Yourself. It is absolutely fantastic. For any of you who are connected with me on LinkedIn, I created an article of the 40 best quotes from the book. Mm. I highly recommend Reinvent Yourself and James Altucher's other book, Choose Yourself. He is an absolutely fantastic author, entrepreneur, and thought leader. I highly, highly recommend it. Awesome. Which brings us back to today's topic. Intel is deploying the Be The Player broadcast feature in the Super Bowl and they partner with Tom Brady. So Brian, the simplest way to put this is Intel is creating this feature that allows you to see what the player sees. And what better player to launch this bad boy off with than what I believe is the greatest quarterback ever, Tom Brady, who's playing in this Super Bowl here. We saw, or we talked about previously for the, I believe it was the Big Ten title game, there was GoPros on the refs to give them that perspective. Well, now we're going to get that perspective from the player's side of view. So now from a storytelling perspective, it is going to be so much more content rich. And from an advertising perspective and an attention perspective, it is going to be so much more 
content rich. Uh, Fox Sports president and COO Eric Shanks said, be the player will allow fans an opportunity inside the helmet of any player on the field. Brilliant. Brilliant. We've been waiting for this forever. I mean, it's just like since the invention of GoPro to have that, you know, perspective of someone else doing something cool is incredible. But now to have it in the game with Brady, Super Bowl, brilliant, man. I mean, this is the future of broadcast, whether it's digital or, you know, over actual broadcast. I don't care where it is. But to be able to see that perspective, that's so incredible. And, you know, a parallel example was was cycling only recently cycling which is so crazy because like the gopro has been you could mount a gopro on a bike since gopro was invented that's basically one of the reasons it was invented for but the uci um that you know handles the you know the world tour bike racing the tour de france they've never allowed cameras on bikes until this last year they finally started to do it the footage is insane to get that perspective so i'm equally as excited to get that from a NFL game and talk about the freaking Super Bowl, Tom Brady. Like, what a better way to kick this off. This is awesome. Brian, what I love about one of the money things I love about doing this podcast is the number of topics that intersect. Where my mind instantly went with this was ESPN's mega cast of the national title game. Yep. We said, hey, they've got 11 different ways that you can experience this game. Well, guess what? Now, here's another way that we can experience, whether it's a Super Bowl or moving forward. Who knows? We may get to a point where we no longer want to watch the traditional football footage. We want to look in Tom Brady's eyes to see what he sees, or Antonio Brown, or who knows what. And it's, it's very similar to if you ever go to a hockey game for a first time. You're like, holy shit. Yeah. I cannot believe how hard these guys hit, how fast they're going. Now imagine taking that next level and being like, oh, by the way, Tom Brady's got a camera in his helmet, and you can see when DeMarcus Ware is about to crush him, he steps up in the pocket and throws a touchdown to Gronk. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what's so incredible, right? And obviously, I'm a bike racing fan, and a lot of people aren't. But for anybody who is, and again, you don't even have to be a bike racing fan. It's just so incredible. Same kind of thing. Where like the experience of like watching the guys race, especially if you're not a fan, it looks kind of boring. But then when you see the perspective and you realize what it looks like to be in a 50-mile-an-hour sprint where wheels are almost touching and guys' handlebars are smashing with each other, you go, holy shit, this is insane. And it's the same thing, right? Like, exactly the scenario that you just painted, right? Like, to see from Tom Brady's perspective as the pocket collapses and how quick things happen from that perspective, you finally get to realize, like, oh, my God, that felt like... I didn't even get to blink and all of a sudden the play happened. Like, how are these guys operating on that level? It really just kind of shows you, like, the difference between, like, you know, us playing football or even, like, playing it in high school or college and then, like, the NFL's level. Like, what that must feel like and look like from that perspective to get that in game is going to be nuts. Brian, what is the downside of this, if any? So everything can be great. You can see these ideas. Is there a potential downside to this? Nope. <laughs> nope. The downside's going to be when we see this happen, and then all of a sudden not every broadcast or every game or every team is doing it, and you're pissed because you just saw how cool it was, and then you watch another game, and you don't get that perspective, and you're angry. That's the only downfall is maybe the adaption rate isn't like every team, every game ever. But once you start to see it, you're going to be like, how have we ever watched it without it? 
Right. So from the, so certainly from the technical end, they're going to need to have that on point because the last thing once once you give us this capability, we're going to want it times a hundred. Oh yeah. So they better make sure that their game is tight. You know. You know what's the next stage of this? And this is really cool. The next stage of this, and I don't know when or if it'll ever happen. The next evolution will be you can view what's happening live from Tom Brady's helmet. And you're like, holy shit. And you get that POV perspective while you also see his heart rate, while you also see if he gets hit, how hard that can, like, I don't mean concussion isn't like actual, like, you know, passing out concussion, but I mean like the actual, like impact of the hit, how hard it was, you know, all those kind of data, how fast they're running from their own perspective. When you start to combine that, that's where we finally jump from all this technology and wearable and all this stuff and broadcast and cool cameras to then all of a sudden all those worlds start to meet in the middle and i'm seeing it happen in different spaces this is a place where this is the first iteration of that and i i would be shocked if this isn't the next the next level i don't know how long that'll take to happen but i think it will so that's interesting that you bring it up obviously it's great because it's going to tell me paint the entire picture of what's actually going on in a game but when does our attention to follow what we actually care about the game become trumped by caring about the heart rates of all these players because we live in this social media world where we people scrutinize every single thing so now is it going to get to the point where oh my god his we can see when people are choking because hypothetically imagine uh the super bowl down to the last play of the game and tom brady's heartbeat goes up to like 200 miles 200 whatever they are beats per minute, minute. <laughs> i was gonna say miles per hour that's fast heart rate um or for an nba player like is it gonna be too much overload and take away from the actual win and loss from a games adam silver is talking about hey do we need to change the end of nba games to uh appeal more towards millennials with short attention spans to me right now sure it's nice that we've got these added features but that takes away from the game, even though it does tell the story a little bit better. No, I, I think it's only going to add because here's the thing, right? Like if, if we're looking at it in a silo and saying like, hey, well, here's the image that I'm going to see from the broadcast. And now you're overlaying all this other data as a distraction, whatever. Only super fans care. Maybe only techies care. But here's the deal where it's all headed and it's very clear is now that things are going to be, you know, we're, we're moving away from broadcast in the traditional sense. We're moving more towards a digital level of consumption, which means as you start to move towards that, you start to get options, right? Like the megacast. So you can watch it with or without the this data on it or look at this other data point or you can do the split screen or you can look at this angle. That's what's going to happen. So then what starts to then what I think starts to happen is you start to solve a bunch of different problems. Number one, you get a better experience. You get a more customized experience based on how you want to view it at B. And additionally to that, this whole you know notion of like, well, everyone's just so, um, you know, has the attention span of a flea. Well, guess what? Like if you're just locked into one, like here's the reason. Because when you have your phone in your hand, you jump between apps, you jump between email, text message, uh, this YouTube video, that's loading, tab over, look at this other thing. You're constantly moving from A to B to C to D, going and going and going and going. That's why it's so hard to lock anyone down and say, just sit here and watch this thing for 10 minutes. It's very hard to do. But guess what? If now the experience placates that 
feeling of like, oh, well, I can look at this angle. I can look at the dude and the, you know, drinking the beer in the stand. That's funny. Oh, let me look at this meme. Let me flip over to this. Let me add the heart rate. You're creating a similar experience to what it's really like to use digital media in the real world, but you're allowing them to have that experience within your experience. That's a game changer. We're not quite there yet, but you're starting to see the pieces come together. Time for our takeaways. And Brian, this one is a repeat takeaway for me, but it cannot be stressed enough. Get better at being a storyteller. And for you brands out there that are posting the same shit on Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, and Twitter, please, please, please have a defined strategy for each one. Give me a reason to want to follow you on each platform. And the way that you do that, tell a different, better story on each one. Try different ways of doing things. Use a GoPro. Use your phone. Give me panoramic. Give me a podcast. Give me Facebook Live. Give me memes. Give me gifts. There is 8 million different ways that you can tell a brand story and turn that attention into action. And you know what you did right there? You just explained everything we were just talking about which is this is how we consume stuff. I might listen to a podcast and then maybe I'm on Twitter and then maybe I'll look at something on Facebook. Not necessarily in that order or of the same stuff, but I might if it's really good. And if you give me a reason to go there and you give me more value additionally and ongoing that's different, I'm gonna keep coming back for more. And it's that whole concept of like more is more. It still has to be good. You gotta give value, you gotta give insight, you gotta educate, you gotta entertain, you gotta you know do something cool, you gotta grab attention. But the reality is, volume matters so all those teams brands companies that are like hey we're gonna shoot our like four videos for the year and think that that's gonna actually do anything it's not you get you have to do the quality but you got to do the volume and it has to has to be in context to where everyone is looking watching reading listening it's got to be different it's got to be contextual to where they are today's action item I want you guys to take action by tweeting Brian and I. All it is, hashtag bold bacon. When you do, we will tweet you something back. Bold bacon. Bring in bold bacon back. 2017, bring in bold Simple bacon back. Simple as that. You, you tweet hashtag bold bacon. We will send you something back. <laughs> <laughs>